Well, grab a seat, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right, it is time for The Flip with me, Kenneth Davis. Follow me at That's Davis, executive producer of everything. Ryan B. Ski, that's Ryan Bukabeski. Follow him at Ryan B. Ski and Ryan B. Ski 1 on Instagram. And last but not least, you can always find him on Second City Sports or writing on WeAreRigoRadio.com as a contributor. One and only Sidney Brown. Follow him at SidKid80. Rocking the Jose Ibreu crisscross style. Yeah. <laughs> How about, this, how about this disrespect Sid came in here with? He wanted to show it in my face. Jump, Let me wear jump. this shirt backwards <laughs> so you have no confusion on the name. I should go get my Brayu jersey right now and put it on just to go <laughs> and turn it backwards on that ass. <laughs> but, uh, He's been hitting so many home runs, he probably deserves two jerseys right now. Dude, dude. <laughs> it has been a revelation coming from that Tiger series where it was like, ah, it's the Tigers. Here comes the Cubs, man. We better get our stuff together. And it's funny because, like, I fell asleep. Like, usually on this couch, I don't, I'll fall asleep on this couch every night. But I usually don't lay down. Like, I wake up and I'm sitting, I'm still sitting. And last night I kind of just laid down and I was out cold. And I was so out cold, I didn't get up to six something this morning, right? And um, I'm listening to the news at ABC7, and they made it seem like, because of course I was watching the game, but I fell asleep. It made it seem like the, maybe the Sox had lost. I'm like, what? The Sox lost? It was like the Sox are going for, like, for the series or whatever. And I'm like, wait, so they split? What are you talking about? So then our friend of the show, Deion Miller, comes on and finishes tells me that, no, Sox won. And I'm like, because when I went to sleep, that's how I was, it was leaning. Thank you, Deion. Yeah, I appreciate it, Deion. <laughs> and then to see uh, that they're going for sweep, which is just gravy. I mean, I want the sweep, but, man, it, it's just gravy right now. Uh, and it's, it's, I mean, it definitely is good to beat the Cubs, but it's just good to beat a real team so that you know this isn't just all fluky uh, what's going on with the Sox, especially a team that's been pitching as well as the Cubs have been pitching. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's added to it. So, yeah, man, I, feel, I, I don't even say I feel sorry for y'all. You, you, you're going to get your time back again. So we'll see what happens when uh, you guys come to a guaranteed rate and how many games you can take away from the Sox. I don't have as much Sox, Cubs, angst as I did in my youth. Um, just too much. Got too much stuff for this shit. Exactly. I got too much stuff in life. I hate that team so fucking much. Like real shit going on in the world for me to be like. I saw. I saw this meme. It was like I went to the bar, got a Corona and two hurricanes, and it came out to 2020. Facts. (laughs) It's been one of those. Uh, Listen, sticking with sports. Uh, we had the beef between uh, Mark Jackson and George Carl. Uh, Mark Jackson uh, was sitting there talking during the game. It was during a, a Portland Trailblazer game uh, versus Portland's playing the Lakers, correct? Yeah, playing the Lakers, and was talking about Carmelo Anthony's defense. Carmelo Anthony drives on James, a couple of fakes, and backs it home. And people who killed Carmelo Anthony in the past for his defense and whatever, they, they were wrong. This guy is picking up LeBron James full court. He's overmatched. I don't agree with that. I don't agree that they were wrong. This is a change. This is different. This is putting more into the defense. Maybe before he didn't play as hard defensively. Okay, I'll tell you this. Then there's a shared responsibility for whoever allowed that defense to be played because for some reason he is bought in with this culture and he's committed to it. This, this is energy and effort. Off of the defensive pickup full court, they take advantage of his size and strength. He- of course, 
we know he was alluding to George Carl, former Denver, Denver Nuggets head coach. And in our life, when we saw from the last dance, and particularly he was a coach of those supersonics that made it to the finals, uh, the loss of the Bulls. Um, and so George Carl basically snaps back on Twitter and is like, I've never uh, had, I've, no, I've never left the team and they went on to have a dynasty. How many coaches of the year awards have you had? And how many all-star games have you coached at Mark Jackson? A huge swipe because we didn't know Mark Jackson coached the, 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 the Warriors prior to Steve Kerr. And as soon as he was released, Steve Kerr took them on to win titles. Uh, so it was uh, definitely interesting uh, to say the least. And your question, um, Ryan, was whose side am I on? Um, I'm always with the brothers, but actually I'm with the disrespectful George Carl. Ooh, you like George too, though. No, it's more to do with um, make sure you go to Real Rigor Radio and read uh, Josh Hicks' article on why Mark Jackson should give me a head coach again. And mentioned him as perhaps a candidate for the Bulls job. And I was like, nah, keep that out of here, right? Like some of the stuff that you heard that went on with the, the, the Warriors. And again, he should have another job. And I'm not interested in it taking place here in Chicago because that's my team. You can go do that someplace else. You can do that. There's a bunch of other <laughs> Get out of here, right? Uh, the Knicks so are going to need a new coach eventually. It's, come on. It's going to happen, uh, especially with Thibs and what happened with Thibodeau in, uh, in Minnesota. So who knows what's going to take place with the Knicks. So you're definitely right. But, uh, yeah, Ryan, I got Mark Jackson. I mean, I got uh, George Carl. Who you got? Uh, for me – I think I'm on George Carl's side a little bit because, I mean, the fundamental question is, was it coaching or was it mellow? And, I mean, I'm, maybe George Carl wasn't the best defensive coach and the best coach to get him to be that defensive, defensive player, but are we going to start acting like coaches just can change NBA players into being, like, really good at a certain thing? Like, it's always on the players to get better. Sure, coaching helps them, but – you know, a player like Melo, it's about effort and dedication. That's stuff that he just wasn't putting on that end of the floor of the court. Mm -hmm. So when you see him as the third option and being out of the league for a while and understanding, hey, I got to do a lot more than just be Melo the score, I think that's what's happening. So Mark Jackson, I was surprised a little bit by that shot at George Carl. And he was, he was pretty, uh, you know, stuck in the ground on that. He, like he planted the flag. Like, you know what? Melo got some bad coaches. Right. And George Carl had two defensive players of the year on his team with Marcus Camby and Gary Payton the Glove. And you could think about that defense that the Supersonics put up. They were no, they were no slouch when it came to defense. So, uh, my, yeah. Go ahead. My favorite burn, though, was the George Carl. Did I leave a team that became a super team? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a burn right there, baby. He, he hit the end of that hanger up and was like... <laughs> What a little dynasty burn for you. <laughs> <laughs> all righty, guys. Uh, so, something that uh, we were all concerned about here on the flip was what happened with Meg Thee Stallion and the Tory Lane situation. We never got any clear details. Initially, we know that uh, first it was said that perhaps it was glass, but definitely the, 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 the implication was that she was shot uh, by Tory Lanez, but no one has come out. Tory Lanez hasn't said anything about it. But evidently, him and his people, speaking of Tory Lanez, have aggravated this young lady because they've been going to blogs and lying, and uh, Meg Thee Stallion finally decided to come out and say something about it. So, since y'all hoes so worry about it, yes, this nigga Tory shot me. 
You shot me. And you got your publicists and your people going to these blogs lying and shit. Stop lying. Why lie? I don't understand. I tried to keep the situation off the internet, but you dragging it. You really fucking dragging it. Motherfuckers talking about I hit this nigga. I never hit you. Motherfuckers was like, oh, she mad because he was trying to fuck with Kylie. No, I wasn't. Like, you dry shot me. Like, everybody in the car, it's only four motherfuckers in the car. Me, you, my homegirl, and your security. Everybody in the car arguing. I'm in the front seat. This nigga in the back seat. I get out the car. I'm done arguing. I don't want to argue no more. I get out. I'm walking away. This nigga from out the back seat of the car starts shooting me. You shot me. I ain't get cut by no glass, but let me tell you why they saying that. When the when the police, because the people in the neighborhood, there's a witness. When the police came, because the, the neighbors called the police. This did not happen at Kylie house. This happened damn near back at the house I was staying at. I was just trying to get home. We was five minutes away from my spot. The police come. I'm scared. All this shit going on with the police. The police is, is shooting motherfuckers for anything. The police was literally killing black people for no motherfucking reason. Soon as the police tell us all get out the motherfucking car, the police is really aggressive. You think I'm about to tell the police that we... Niggas, us black people got a gun in the car. You want me to tell the laws that, that we got a gun in the car so they can shoot all of us up? Nigga, I'm scared. It's a fucking helicopter over us and some more shit. <laughs> oh, we're wrong. We're so foul for this. We're so foul for that. You shouldn't be laughing. You don't laugh at a black woman's stress, man. I will not stand for that. Two things. <laughs> let me get mine. Let me get. Let me get some jokes off real quick. So, Tori, oh, so you can laugh. Tori was like, yeah, baby, you got them long legs. I'm too short. You go sit up in the front. <laughs> you know she had the front seat all the time. Go sit, go sit up in the front or whatever. <laughs> she said, literally, the police are shooting people for no reason. <laughs> literally. I get what she, sentiment of what she was trying to say. Um, listen, you know uh, what I'm ahead. envisioning is Tory Lanes just like chopping wood up way in Canada, out in the Great North, <laughs> like in a log cabin. <laughs> you just, like, yeah, exactly. You see, you see him through the woods, a little smoke coming out. I, listen, this is one question I had, and it's just I'm a visual person. I like to try to see the story someone's telling. Did he sh roll the window down to shoot her, or did he open the door and shoot her? I, I, I just, I need to just for my visual, I need to know. But seriously, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's no reason to ever hurt a woman. If you ever watched anything to do with us, a reason that Demas would always say, keep your hands to yourself at the end of the show, was because of domestic violence and how we really had no taste whatsoever, as no one should, for domestic violence. So violence against another person in general, uh, to say the least. We all kind of knew this. Uh, it's what took place. Um, he's a definitely a disturbed young man. You know, I mean... I've kind of gone from like not liking Tory Lanez to kind of liking Tory Lanez. Now I'm back to not liking Tory Lanez. Like the the whole uh, uh, quarantine radio stuff helped, and he had like a little hot mixtape out. He was a self contained unit as far as like the production for his videos, so I kind of like that. Um, definitely, I don't fuck with him. Um, 
Why, dude, even if she was hitting him, there'd be no reason to shoot her. And then I'll tell you another thing. His bodyguard, he need to get another bodyguard because part of the job of your bodyguard is to protect you from doing stupid shit, right? And so why the fuck? Why are y'all in Beverly Hills? I mean, again, I know that there are some high-class jackers, like from stories of people. And I mean, like, they're, sure. they're crews that jack rich people yeah. in L.A., all right? So they, we definitely know that. But why, why you got the strap, you got the bodyguard there, y'all just going, supposed to be going from Kylie's house to another mansion that she was staying at? Yeah, I don't think you need to eat. Yeah. But see, that's, I'm with you. That's what happened when you're a little guy. You want to show these. Like, you're at Kylie Jenner's house strapped up. Man, <laughs> how, how scary is it? This dude gets mad. So let me just whip out a gun and just start spraying. Like, right, And I guess right. he was probably aiming for her foot to not yeah. like, hurt her. Right. But it's just like, what? You get this mad? I want to know what the argument was. Like, were they like, Tori, you're too short. And then it just goes on and on and on and on and, like, get some stilts on those ass. And they get up there and talk to me. Damn it, I'm going to shoot you in the foot. Also, how many people is Tori Lane shot? Damn, I mean, if you shoot Meg the Stallion, I mean, you done shot a lot of average Joes in your day. If you got the audacity to shoot the hottest woman in rap right now, you, you've been shot. You've been, People thought they were dating. They were I like, they, what's they going were, on? With they, was, they was kicking it. They was definitely kicking it. They was definitely kicking it. And he just go ahead and shoot. I'll get another Meg. Maybe is that is it that? Is it is that WAP like that Meg? That man, shoot you walking away? I don't think I want to hit that WAP right there. That ain't make a motherfucker go crazy. Like, and Shawty, listen, this isn't even, the, what, what makes it even worse on top of everything that we've mentioned, you're a celebrity. Why are you throwing your future down the drain after our, like, do you know, this is what happened with keeping it real goes wrong, and this isn't keeping it real, but you would be so hard that you would throw your career, which during quarantine had actually improved compared to a lot of people, right? Mm -hmm. You would throw this down uh, uh, the sewer because you got into an argument, brother. If they come in and going like that, you like like he just said, Ryan. As far as I give me another man, you get you another lady. Why would you? Why would you want to hurt a woman? But two, like, dude, you could still have killed her by shooting her in the foot. You don't know as far as ricochet. Well, as, as, as soon as you hit an artery or something, you don't know what could have taken place. It could have hit a bone and went straight up her leg, right? Like, mm -hmm. oh, what could have taken place? You so ignorant, and not even ignorant because you knew what you were doing. But uh, yeah, he needs, first of all, he needs his ass. I need a visual ass beat. I need to see, I, I don't even want it to start at the beginning. I want it to start midway through and he's trying to escape and you can see the, the knots on his head and then his dick, they, they hit him some more and he starts like, I, he needs a ass beating, all right? Because I know if this young lady was down with me and my crew, there has to be some vengeance, all right? As Ken, is the pistol whip coming in the beginning or at the end as a, in, a final? In, okay. that's, the final, that's the final. The pistol whipping is the last part. Um, listen, I, I, we may have to poke him. I may have to, somebody may have to pull a blade out on the board. We, he may have to give him <laughs> I don't know if he shot somebody. Like I, I is enough. He, this this dude may need a little. He may, he may need it, dude. I'm just like, she's lucky that it was not worse, and that it, it, there was no serious yeah. to her. I mean, it's what if she lost the foot? 
especially with the way the sheets works, it would be a disservice to all of us. So, and all of us would have to rally to go against Tory Lanez, which selfish ass Tory. Yeah, I mentioned to Ryan uh, during the break that J.R. Smith, I saw a post with J.R. Smith uh, talking about that why are people still listening to Tory Lanez music like it's okay because he shot a female, they, he shot a female and people should rock with him. And also he wants some of that smoke. You know J.I. there from when you saw him beat up that guy that was messing with his car, his, uh, his van out in L.A. And he just whooped that boy down like it was nothing. Like, he whooped him like he was waiting for the league to restart, which, okay, he was. <laughs> Man, nobody picked me up. LeBron ain't brought me back yet. Take that, LeBron. Take that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I to call that timeout. <laughs> yeah, dude, this one was, um, this was ridiculous. This, this, that hurt. I mean, to find that out, I, I'm not even joking. I know we joke a lot on here. We joke because we love. Um, and it's out of pain. I had, had some stuff growing up. I, I got dark sense of humor just because that's how I got over stuff. Um, but that's sad. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I'm not even joking. That's, that's sad, one, because a brother did that to another person. Person. I don't care. Whatever. It's also sad because it lets you just think about how messed up in the head Tory Lanez is. Like, Tory Lanez is really disturbed. Um, and has no, one thing we used to always say, if we can't get you morally to do something right, well, do it right because financially it could put your future at risk. And like, mm-hmm. like his, he, he went, he went, he blanked out. Um, dude, it'd be honest. That's why I'm wondering what the argument could be. What could you be so hot at? Kylie like, that you Jenner. can't just like, right, like you can't just walk away and be like, oh, I'll get Kylie or I'll, right. I can get any girl or right. I can get anything or house or whatever the hell. What, what, what argument? Like, sometimes people are just amaze me with stuff that they get upset over. And then it's like, you walk away from it. Your life's really good. You never really had to get that upset in the first place. Like, it's not that big of a deal, especially to pull out a gun and just start spraying bullets. I mean, what if that ricochets and hits somebody else? Right. True. 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 Um, it's ridiculous. Ridiculous to say the least. Uh, one thing, a curveball that I did want to throw up in here was a uh, this is from ESPN. Washington Nationals have fired an employee who allegedly threw two hot cups of coffee in the face of a female convenience store employee in the Dominican Republic. Uh, in a, a Twitter post Friday, uh, I think this is Jahil, Jazhil Morel, uh, who's the administrator of the National Academy of Boca Chica, Dominican Republic, was shown uh, filling up cups of coffee before exchanging words with the cashier and then throwing the coffee in her face. Um, I hate to say uh, is um, this is a hard one, guys. I'm going to go ahead and share my screen so that you can see this. Um, this could be a little little bit hard on the eyes, everybody, so maybe you don't want to necessarily check this out just to give you a pre-warning. First of all, that dude should have punched the living crap out of him that was standing behind him. The problem is people ain't taking up for these women enough. That dude should have – listen, he, that, was a, that was a clear OK sucker punch. You should have hit him in the back of his neck. For the dude, hot caught. You know how you could have may have scarred that young lady? Hot, boiling. That was fresh out of the coffee machine coffee. Oof. About to walk out. And twice. Right. He was about to. First of all, he wasn't going to pay for it. He went behind the counter. He wasn't going to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Right. Then he's going to be disrespectful towards her because she's a convenience store worker. So he doesn't, he doesn't have the amount of respect for someone who's not of his quote unquote stature. Um, but dude, that, that one, he should have been drugged out. I mean, literally, those guys should have stomped his ass out for doing that to that young lady. For real. That yeah, need just, a little street yeah, justice. That was hard on my eyes, man. It's just, it's, I, don't get, I don't get where we're at in society where there's a break 
with having a um, respectful connection with people, even if there's a disagreement, to where we disagree on something, now I have to do something to either viscerally, viscerally take you down verbally or attack you in some way. And the last two uh, topics that we had from Tory Lane with Meg Thee Stallion to this young lady uh, who basically dude was doing too much in that store in the first place, and she called him on it. And then you can kind of tell she didn't want to have any interaction with him. That's why she left. And that's why he got mad, because when he, when he came to pay for it, she walked away again. But he started when he went behind that damn thing. Again, this is just my opinion. Um, when he went behind the Nationals and fired him, as I said, said in the open. But that one is just disturbing, man. That's, that, that dude, it's a lot of guys out here need they ass. Ken. Yeah, go ahead. How about when we were talking last week about uh, the art? Would you smash it in front of someone's face and then uh, you didn't want to do it because you'd give up $5,000? Whatever happened, I'll take my business elsewhere if you have right. some kind of problem. Right. Why, why aren't we doing that anymore? It's like, it's not even business. I'm taking my business elsewhere. It's how can I damage or destroy the store or hurt someone that's just trying to pay some bills. I mean, that's <clears throat> only what people are doing. What do you think? She's there because she just wants to like harass people. No, like whatever <laughs> happened between them, even if you have a disagreement with the person working at the gas station, okay, I'm taking my business elsewhere. You can't get coffee anywhere else. Dude, that was that was hard. Say, what did you? I just say, what did you think? Because clearly, we know you, you're not alone with it. But what did you? Oh, think? and by the way, they don't have coffee at the facility that he's working at. He got to go steal it from there. They don't have like a barista there. <laughs> I'm sure they do. Right, man. That's just crazy. Listen, I want to get into something lighter, but to be honest, we may as well get to get this Tom Brennan out the Brennan uh, Brennan out the way with his hot mic and slurs. 3-0 ball game with the Reds in front of the Royals. We go to the top half of the fifth inning. Castellanos to lead things off. Jim Day's going to be taking us the rest of the way through this game. As Holland takes over on the mound. Um, I made a comment earlier tonight that uh, I guess uh, went out over the year that I am deeply ashamed of. Um, if I have hurt anyone out there, I can't tell you how much I say from the bottom of my heart, I'm so very, very sorry. I pride myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. And so that'll make it a 4-0 ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. I don't know if it's going to be for the Reds. I don't know if it's going to be for my bosses at Fox. I want to apologize for the people who signed my paycheck for the Reds, for Fox Sports Ohio, for the people I work with, for anybody that I've offended here tonight. I can't begin to tell you how deeply sorry I am. That is not who I am uh, and never has been. And I'd like to think maybe I could have some people that, uh, that could back that up. I am very, very sorry, and I beg for your forgiveness. Jim Dale, take you the rest of the way home. Um, I saw a first take uh, Stephen A. Smith talk about uh, him not getting fired. I don't care if he got fired. Let me say, he's made enough money that it wouldn't hurt him. All right, so I, I'll get that point. Yeah, he's made. And his dad was a longtime Red right. Brown. So I'm money, sure no one's hurting in the Brennan. Yeah, no family. one's hurt. So it wouldn't. And the fact that he used the slur the way that he, the fact that he used it at work, 
I feel sorry for the coworkers who have to deal with his bigotry. Cause that's like he was he left that he he comes to work with that. It's like how big how big it can I be today, right? Let, let me count the ways, right? Like for him on a hot mic, for us to have all of us have had have touched this industry in some ways. And the rule number one is treat every microphone like it's hot. That's rule no- and listen. Mm-hmm. I'm that with the hate you have in your heart, you shouldn't be feeling like that in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like, no, maybe it's me. Call me a sucker. Call me scary. I don't like the F word. I haven't been a person. It's been 15 years uh, since it was a, something that we grew up with saying that you were a weak person. We really, I didn't grow up using it as a sl- at someone of the LGBTQ community. I'm not gonna act like though, as when we grew up, it wasn't commonly used at times. I'd be, mm-hmm. be lying if I did that, right? And I always talk about- I'd the, be lying too. Yeah, I'd be lying. Yep. I was talking to time when I got a job in corporate America and uh, one of my coworkers who actually, we ended up becoming real cool uh, before he got let go. Um, he, uh, he had a shrine to the brother of a prison break, right? On his desk. Was, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And I remember at that time being like, boy, I need to really think about how I talk because I may just let that word fly out of my mouth, not intending it to be a slur, and, but someone's right here that it may hurt. And that's when I decided like, I ain't saying it any damn more, right? And when I, real facts, when I'm around someone and they use it, one, I'll be honest with you, I kind of distance myself from that person, right? I'm like, I, you know what? We not gonna work. <laughs> we not gonna be cool. Right. I'm just, like, cause I can't be around you and how I feel about it. And again, the t-shirt, they're on, even though it's wrong to use the word. Like I don't even play around mm-hmm. and say it to get detail what it is. You know what it is. Give it F, all right? And it's F-U-C-K. Um, but for Thom Brenneman, Brenneman to sit there and say that, or, right, while at work on a broadcast, details his privilege at first, all right? But also just, again, I feel sorry for the people that uh, he, he, he works with. That they, have to, they have to put up with that all the time. Because that's not a first-time occurrence right there. That's how he talks. No. Right? He, you're not just be like, you know what, today I'm going to drop this just because I'm going to do something. <laughs> right? That's how, you, that's how you rock. That's how you – and listen, and, and I hate when people say this sometimes, but keep that same energy. Now carry your ass on. I'm happy uh, Fox, Ohio, did the right thing on pulling his ass from that game right there. Um, he lucky they let his ass apologize, because I may not have let you apologize live. I may have been like, get your ass. As a matter of fact, it's, until the, 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 the backup comes, we just going to play this out, and they can just watch the game. Get your ass out the booth, right? Like, because mm-hmm. you mess with all the money with your thinking ass. Right, but what do you think? Uh, man, okay, so a little background. I have been really bothered by Tom Brenneman. I always call him Tom because I don't like giving that respect of that, yeah. that Tom <laughs> name. He's really annoyed me as a broadcaster for years. I've never been a big fan of him. He's done countless Bears games, and I just always come away like, ugh, this broadcast sucks, and Tom's a big part of it. So I've kind of had an irrational, I guess, hatred of the man, if you will. Wait, can I ask a question real quick? Yes. Let me know. Ellen... Thumb, JT, or JT above all the – how does this go? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I think Ellen is at the bottom because it's okay. just kind of a newer thing. JT and Tom have the history of hate. They would be fighting for number one. <laughs> oh, 
I might I might actually put Tom ahead just because I don't mind NSYNC. That would be the only thing <laughs> that saves Justin Timberlake <laughs> as a positive. <laughs> so uh, I'll give Tom number one. Most okay. favorite, right okay. there. But please continue. Please continue. Uh, You're talking about like, your irrational dislike. Uh, you know, just when I heard the text uh, that was set in the thread, I was like, "Ooh, baby, I gotta check this out." And then when you you hear that, it's just like we've been in the production room for like all for radio, games, whatever. Like, you know, uh, there can just be some really blue conversation. And not necessarily using that kind of word, but just kind of like, you know, you're not supposed to swear on a live mic. But in the production room, you might have people just swearing or whatever, but it's not going over the air. And that's why, as you said, Ken, you should always pretend a microphone is hot because you just never know which button is pressed or which button was turned off. And so for him to just kind of like be throwing that out there, like either his producers are cool with it or he's just like doing whatever the hell he wants. And that is wrong either way. Like you can't just be talking like that. And then you move to his apology and I'm with you, Ken, he should have been pulled way before that. But then he calls a Nick Castellanos Homer during his apology, like right in the middle. Hey, he's a professional. He's a professional. He's a professional. <laughs> With this I'm eight. sure everybody heard this. This solo shot. <laughs> and Castellanos uh, goes deep there. So, yeah, back to what I was saying. Uh, I'm pretty sorry. <laughs> I beg for your forgiveness. <laughs> like, what? Come on. Maybe uh, let's focus on the apology. Like, you actually are sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, you're not actually sorry. And one last thing. I think Keyshawn Johnson kind of put this well. Like, if that kind of stuff is in your heart, keep it there and don't let it come out your mouth. Like, nobody wants to hear that shit. Everybody is tired of hearing that crap. If you aren't, like, smart enough to get with it and understand how stupid you are for having that in your language, then keep it deep inside and don't let that crap out ever because that is not cool anymore and nobody's into that and when you come back and say oh i'm gonna learn oh i'm gonna go talk to all these lgbtq community leaders within our sport and outside so i can educate myself it's like dude you know like we knew what we just talked about how prevalent it was when we were younger we knew it was a bad word we knew that is an offensive word. Like, what education do you need? Like, right. you sound stupid. Right. I need to apologize it. to my bosses because right. I'd love to get more paycheck. It's like the people that signed my check uh, mm-hmm. don't even know if Fox is going to have me back. Mm-hmm. I don't even know, man. I, listen, man, I fucked up. I fucked up. I, cried. I fucked up, y'all. I got to tell you, when I heard that he was pulled from the NFL coverage, I was like, yes! Oh, no more! Fresh blood, baby. Oh, so you don't have to hear it. What was his hey, thing? You're going to get a whole lot of dick stocking now. Sid, well, I'll take, I'll take dementia dick over. Ooh, that's wrong. That's wrong. That's foul. <laughs> he needs to step away. Uh, Sid, what was that thing? I know you know. What was Tom Brenneman upset with, with like Cubs fans that he was like railing on them, like because they were beating the Reds or something? Like they were unappreciative. Do you guys remember this? Yeah, kind of. Like he just says these yeah, random weird things. Yeah. He'll say like random weird stuff about players and teams. Just like, I hate broadcasters like that. Like, shut up. Right, right. Uh, listen. <laughs> 
On on the line of no, finally. (laughs) (laughs) On the line of no, we have uh, the DC. Welcome to the Hall of Heroes. On August 22nd, comes an unprecedented global fan event. Hello, everybody. It's all DC, all the time. DC fandom is unlike anything you've ever seen before. I'm actually standing inside a stage that Jim Lee himself drew. How incredibly cool is that? It's crazy, right? This worldwide mega event is for DC fans across the globe. Ça va, DC fandom? Hola, mi gente. Guten Tag, meine Freunde. We've got exclusive footage, insider info, the latest DC news, and huge announcements. You know what I'm talking about. There was no way that I could come here and not bring a look at the movie. Yes. Yes. There's so much cool content to look at. That was a really special episode. Designed just for you. The absolute DC fan. It's amazing. There's something that I can show you. Exclusive content. Stuff that seems impossible ends up becoming possible. I am beyond excited to be sharing this moment with you guys. Awesome. Hang on tight, because we are about to whisk you around the DC fandom. Are you guys ready? Let's get this thing started. DC Fandom, Hall of Heroes. All fans welcome, 24 hours only, August 22nd. And there's only one place you can experience it, at dcfandom.com. I did not go there and open it. It's kind of kind of whack to me, especially how they detail, like, listen, they drew this. You could come here and touch everything. It's like, I, no, I'm going to be on my computer. I'm not really going to be there. Stop with this fake virtual insanity. Uh, but the thing that I really want to get to, we want to talk about some of uh, the movie previews that, we said, uh, that we've seen, the new Batman, which I watched it, and I definitely thought it looks, not, it's, it, it looks good. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it and Wonder Woman uh, 1984. But Ryan, you only saw Batman. So what were your thoughts on the Batman preview? Yeah, I was pretty excited about it. I like the concept. Like, they're not going to do an origin story. Like, we're just, we're in it. Where mm-hmm. Batman is here, he's younger, and he's, like, just learning the ropes. And I thought the casting was great when you saw, like, uh, uh, Colin Farrell is going to be penguin uh i'm blanking on the riddler's name he's kind of a lesser known actor but a solid actor nonetheless and uh zoe kravitz is catwoman so you just you feel like there's some star power and the director made the planet of the ace movies and i thought those were all like really solid and i have no interest in the subject matter whatsoever like apes taking over the world like uh, who cares so for him to actually make me enjoy some of that i was like wow that's pretty impressive Wow. And when you see some of the stuff in the trailer, like the action was looking pretty nice. The uh, there was a darkness to it. It felt like it was almost like, uh, and it's supposed to be based off a graphic novel, and that's what it kind of felt like, like a graphic novel where it just it reminded me almost of Nolan with Batman Begins, like this this grittiness. So I'm I'm pretty excited for that one, and I think Robert Pattinson probably can pull it off. First of all, I'm not going to any movie theater for a year. I don't even know why people are putting these movies. In. <laughs> You're not it's like Sid them. had a flashback six years ago that Corona's coming. <laughs> right. He had, an, he had an epiphany. He had an epiphany. Like, 
I think <laughs> <laughs> these aren't safe. I better start coming here. Uh, listen, the Wonder, <laughs> the Wonder Woman one. Uh, it seemed like something was kind of missing, and I love Christian Wig. I lo- I love her. All right, she's one of my favorite SNL uh, performers. She's up there on my list. She's got to be in my top ten. And I mean, I've watched SNL my entire life, right? Um, but I'm not feeling her as uh, the Tara Cheetah, whatever the, the name is, or whatever. I'm not feeling it. I feel like they should have, when they were going for the name or whatever, but I feel like they should have went in a different direction with casting uh, for that role, especially being one of uh, Wonder Woman's chief rivals or whatever. Uh, but it, it just it seems like with Wonder Woman, they got, it, it, it reminds me a little bit of Superman, where it's like, they're so perfect, you can't really... Yeah, yes, enough. yes. And it's like, but it seemed like you could be able to do that more with Wonder Woman, because at least like... We know, like, for instance, her mom, like, she, she, we could see her that there can be some issues, you know what I'm saying, like mother-daughter issues or whatever, compared to an alien coming in the ship being raised by two old people that basically just some good old Christians, and, you know, they never whooped his butt, and if they did, he didn't feel it in the first place. So, um, <laughs> old Pa Kent broke his hand on his backside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I feel like still like there's some there's something you could do with one woman they haven't really totally unlocked. I think the franchise is, is cool, but I feel like you should you should really get down into it. And it, yeah. when you're just mentioning how gritty, and of course we're not asking for one woman to be as gritty as Batman, but um, it's when you're mentioning just the visuals and stuff like that, and just some ways where you could do something like I know, uh, just again the character being damn near invulnerable it's hard for you to really, really crack it open like that. So, I'll, again, I'm not going to see any movie. I want to see Tenet when it comes out, but I'm not going to see it at the show. And I'm sure all these things are going to come on demand so much more earlier because people aren't going to be going to the shows like that. Like, they're, they're not. You can't, you can't wait six months or five, four or five months before you put that out. You got to put that out in about a month or two if you really want to recoup some of those funds. I give you $30. I get, listen, I, we'll act like the whole family's going on a discount. I give you thirty dollars to run some that through my career. Uh, gets out there, but yeah, I'm not. I have no interest. Uh, what, what do you have? You got the new mutants about to come out, and that's coming to the show. Uh, what's the name? Didn't even really we want to put that out. Disney was kind of like, man, we are gonna put this out. I don't know, man. That's that old, old Sony mess, right? And I mean, <laughs> they didn't, right? They was like, it's not one of ours. It's like it may be decent. But they're putting out the show. You, I'm not gonna risk the Rona for the new mutants, dude. I liked them better when they was X-Force. I ain't even, I had New Mutant comic books as a kid, but it was kind of like, nah, that's the only thing y'all got is New Mutants, right? I guess, right? Like, I'll buy it. My money's burning a hole in my pocket, but it wasn't. Man. Until they, when they switched to X-Force, I was all in on the New Mutants with Cable and Domino and all of that and Deadpool. But man, I had no, and I mean, I didn't get it. Sam didn't appeal to me as a kid. It's like, he's just a rocket? What, what, what? I don't get it, right? Uh, but I like, I will say this from the New Mutants things. I do like the visuals. I forget the character's name where she has like the sword and the armor, but what, because she, and she's been, I mean, they may have brought her back again. I don't read comic books like that as an adult. Not dissident. I just don't, I don't, I don't do it. I actually want to get back into reading some of them. And I, I bought comics in the last few years and I still haven't, haven't even read them. I basically talked to my son and be like, go ahead, knock yourself out. But when I saw her arm, her arm uh, turn up to, to, to silver or whatever, armor rather, and that blade, I forgot about that character. As a, that was someone when I was a kid, I was like, oh, that's dope, right? Because I'm like, oh, okay, I kind of get it. So I don't think it's going to be terrible. 
I'm interested in seeing it. I don't think I would pay like unlike Tenant, where I would pay thirty dollars for, for for us to watch it. I ain't paying that uh, movie fees to watch the muse. You're not listen. No, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. So uh, again, those are just some of my thoughts. What do you have to say, Rob? Is uh, let me throw this out to you guys. Is there any type of movie that you could think of that you would risk the Rona going to see it? Nope, not now. Because the movies that I I'll tell you this. The movies I usually go see at the show, I didn't go see this past this past year. So I know. And so that's just because I was just like, all right, we kind of discussed going to the show. We never went to the show, right? It was like something else came up or whatever. But no, I was there's nothing at all. Uh Sid, is there anything at the show? There is there anything upcoming that you you or, or a series that you enjoy so much? Sid has been there six years, so that's never even to ask Sid. Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, is there anything that you would want to movie see? theater? Right? What? Talking, <laughs> pictures? Talking pictures? They <laughs> ain't been in the show since Charlie Chaplin was up there in the, with those uh, quiet movies. Honestly, I don't. Hey, not that. Uh, hold on it now. <laughs> <laughs> Why is all this volume here? I liked it when it was silent. <laughs> right? I used to be able to hear myself think. <laughs> <laughs> uh i don't think so honestly Dude, like it just i'm trying to think like if let's say you could kind of make it safer like let's say they plexiglassed everything or something mm-hmm. is there anything worthwhile to see and like tenant kind of is up there this batman but i just don't know i don't think no. i would no dude listen like i gotta know that i am getting a great movie Mm-hmm. I gotta know that like it is the right runtime where I don't have to like go to the bathroom. Like it's gotta be like the perfect experience, you know? Like none of this like, oh, let's just go check out a movie. Like Dude. that stuff is dead right now. People don't even want to wear masks. What do you think I'm gonna sit in a room with some of these fools for it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh we had a, we had some 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 difficulties with this show. I appreciate Ryan and Sid. Uh, for working through it. Uh, we'll definitely be back next week. Uh, make sure you check out the show, uh, David's show, I guess, right now. It's tentatively titled uh, this week. We definitely got some good stuff coming up. See it? The flip.